This is the evening of the 15th of May 2019 PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Nights Podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvumbi. Welcome to the evening edition. I'm recording this one rather late because the area I stay in was a hive of activity so I wasn't able to get enough of a chance to have clear enough sound so I figured I'd use those moments to put some work in and potentially record before I go to sleep. I'm later than I normally go to bed. I try aim at 10.30 but it's going towards 11 and actually it's actually past 11 but I told myself I was going to see this thing through so I intend to do exactly that. The plan I had this morning was to get to the office and try to prepare myself to do not only just single character animations but to do just dialogue animations and minor movements here and there. I can gladly say I finished one animation short. I was happy about that. It was a, it was a revisit of a short that actually got destroyed when one of the hard drives that I was, I was working on passed out and that one being done I had another short of animation which I prepared and I think based upon how I have already prepped it and where I stand I probably will take another two hours on it tomorrow and then prepare some other shorts to come to follow with that. I'm very happy to see progress. It's one thing that actually because for the last couple of days I've been doing recaps of looking at how many pieces of animation I have left following the storyboard that I created for the film and by looking at the way that, that I created the shots they, they continue to take shape and look even better as we go and I'm very very happy about that because it just proves that the quality of work is improving as I go and I, I am not one to look down on getting the chance to really prove myself in the animation field as a director and as a key animator. Now getting home perfect walk home i was very happy about that getting home the first thing i did of course was take care of one of my commercial commissions second thing after that was to get into the painting for the children's book that i'm doing and i painted feet (laughs) i painted feet and hair this was not together on the same spot but of course the hair was at the top of the character's head and the feet were at the bottom and I'm, I'm learning how to make fine strokes and make sure they look convincing and whenever I felt like I was fighting myself to make sure the animation the, the illustration looked good I'd pause to revisit things after that, after the fact and as we go I'm thinking this page is going to really determine the, the way my digital painting is going to go after this fact and how far it's going to go thank you so much for the guys who are actually listening to the podcast on anchor we are just about to hit 200 listens and if i get 100 listens a week i'm going to be the happiest camper on earth and i'm grateful that my little mind farts are making their way into your ears and you're enjoying what you're hearing and even recommending it to your friends this is the coolest thing ever in fact one of my friends shout out to yuri he, he posted uh, in, a, in a group i mean the, the the link and a photograph like a screenshot of the the page on Google Podcast, and <laughs> I, I feel terrible that I didn't t- say to my own friends that I have this podcast happening. Tell you the truth, I haven't even told my I haven't made an official statement like a press release for my family, and that's gonna come to pass in time. Uh, Self promotion is something I find very really hard to do because I feel like the work should just find its own ears in time, but. I'll come to fix that in time. Now, the topic I wanted to talk about this evening is actually tied very close to 
an image I made for the for the podcast this morning. This morning I talked about the math and how the money that you would like to invest into what you create and how you would like to take the energy and the finances to make sure that your dreams come true and all that. It made and then I made an image of stacks of cash and the stacks of cash are in front of a character who's like um, an homage to the Tony Montana character from the movie Scarface. And when I was looking back to that, I just realized that. I've never really talked about where my business curiosity was born from and it literally made me revisit another thing about myself where my business education I'd literally say has been born from gangsters the bad guy has informed me more than the good guy because the, the bad guy whenever you watched a bad guy movie I grew up in the 90s and I was born in the 80s and when you, when you watched those uh thrillers and crime movies you'd see this one dude who had this great vision he took the time to actually make his dreams come true and by doing these things he became a perfect execution of his mission of course some lives were lost but canon fodder is canon fodder and let's start with the character i used for the poster from this morning scarface was a political refugee from cuba or as we would call it a political refugee from cuba and it was played perfectly and the movie is so inspiring and there are countless hip-hop songs that actually would be used like if they ever did a re-release of scarface i bet you i can find soundtracks from hip-hop that would fit so perfectly in certain areas that it would almost feel as if the movie was done in the in the 2000s or the late 90s uh spoiler alert for the young who have never seen this movie it's a it's an actual gangster classic and it's a remake of a movie that was made in the i think the 30s or the 20s somewhere there and as time goes by i will even hint on another segment i'll touch on remakes again because i know i did a remakes episode last week now the character tony montana wanted to have the money the power the respect and to own the world and when he finally got to the top he also indulged in that which he makes money from and it's one rule where they say never get high on your own supply he literally got high on his own supply and that was his downfall and that character fell off so that was tony montana there have been many other gangster movies in between the godfather movies that in fact in fact came around before the scarface movie and based upon all that one movie that actually stood out i'd say for my generation for myself in particular was the movie the american gangster and it was a portrayal of a of an american gangster called frank lucas and frank lucas was played by denzel washington and even in interviews post post recording interviews denzel washington actually said that yo i remember growing up and seeing the product patch of this guy's work it used to be called blue magic and the thing i learned from that movie in particular from that particular character he he made sure he had the purest product and he sold it at the lowest price and it wasn't because he wanted to undercut the people who were actually making most of the business my conclusion based upon what i saw in that movie was he wanted to be the main supplier to every person who was going to cut the cocaine up yes the product we're talking about is cocaine now i'm not saying that i want you guys to become drug dealers i'm just saying that from a drug dealer perspective i finally found out how to treat a product and the product is supposed to put out and that was the american gangster the american gangster when i saw that movie and he kept his family close he tried to make sure that every person he could trust was his member of his family unfortunately for him the same people he put close to him and the people you love dearly were the same people who betrayed him and betraying him not by snitching or or anything like that but more or less by 
being caught up in the life and costing them them all what they what they had in front of them and the pitfalls of such situations actually just take those and take as an algorithm of whatever you are are involved in as far as your business goes i'm not in any trade as far as the evils of the world i trade in art that's what i do i trade in costing of events and i try to be there as suave as possible and when i looked at those particular movies there's always this thing like the character frank lucas he kept himself sharp he kept himself clean he kept himself look, looking looking like and looked at as a powerful figure that's it's actually one of the movies that make me really love suits and i love suits i haven't bought a suit in a while and i'm hoping to reach the level where i could just have like a barrage of them in this in, in my closet i mean i even bought like uh waistcoat pocket watches i haven't rocked them in a while because i don't have the, the the waistcoat to rock it in and hopefully in time i'll get to have those suits become part of my entire life and don't judge you'll never see a visual artist who is wearing that sharp kind of look only make cartoons and comic books that's outside of the original artist from like the 30s and 40s who I looked up to now the other character I looked up to was a character known as Stringer Bell from the show The Wire now Stringer Bell was not the man on the throne who was the guy behind the power his job was to make sure the business finances were taken care of and people are paid and people are moving the money accordingly his job was to clean the money and based upon how he was carrying himself the aggressive side was the guy at the top the guy at the target he's one of the characters who made me start looking at who are the guys behind the power you should respect and even give the tip of the hat to it's why the movie uh, of the Oscar nominated character portrayal of Dick Cheney by uh, Christian Bale I think that movie was actually really good if you want to find out the story about the the, the former vice president of the United States check out that movie it was really dope and it showed you how from a position of kind of what you'd be seeing as weakness you could find a way it works the one kicker they said is that when you look at the american presidency the second in command is just playing pickup game and he found a way to use that pickup game and use it to his advantage as far as the power he controls in politics i found that to be truly dope now Aside from that, back to Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell was the guy who was trying to make things happen, trying to make things clean so that they could go and be 100% legitimate. But the guy at the top did not want that. He wanted the streets because that's all he knew. Because some people are so comfortable in that which is there every day that it's hard for them to break out of their own shell. And I think I probably, personally, in my, in my professional career, I probably I do have that. I just want to see myself reach the finish line for something I create before I can make the next step. I prepare myself for the next step, so I'm always thinking, I always attempt to think 50 steps ahead. But right now, as far as my books are concerned, I'm trying to come up with a 10-year plan. It will require a bit of a pause in the middle before you execute the next thing, but I, I want to be fully prepared to do things properly. I'm not worried about when I do it, I just I worry about when I do it right. Now that's Stringer Bell from the, the show The Wire. If you want, you could actually check out these shows. They're now you, there's, there are probably streaming services that actually have access to these particular shows. Now the next character, and he's actually probably the one who really hit me the most, and I loved his portrayal in the show that he actually was played in, is the character the Kingpin from the Daredevil series on Netflix. The Kingpin. I loved this character so much, I actually commissioned a painting by a digital painter in Kenya known as Tara Light. Tara Light makes these amazing, glossy almost paintings of characters. And if you look at her work on Instagram, it's Tara, 
at Tara full stop light and her work is it, it's just beautiful you you can't start you can't help but stand in awe of this young lady and she's I think she's all of 20 years old and she's already doing work that actually has been recognized across the world and she's doing it from the comfort of her own country I give respect where respect is due I, I had her paint a digital image of of the kingpin which I had printed I wanted to put one in the house but there's no place to put it in this small space of mine right now I'm probably gonna put it in the over the workspace when I finally get my house built. Now, the other one is hanging in the office. And the thing I liked about him is, and this is gonna, to some people, it's gonna be seen as a spoiler, but I'm going to put it out this way. The character and the thing I liked about him was, in the whole first season, he only spoke towards the end. He had a person represent him go speak first. He would move in the shadows. It was a very comfortable space for him because he hadn't found what grit makes him who he is. He was still finding his form. Towards the end of that season, they brought him back to the second season. And in the second season, this is the thing I loved about him. He was starting to find his feet and finding his own personal courage. Because you don't have people to protect you. You have to use your finances and your grit and your strength to get to the next level. There's this one episode. This is where the spoilers come in. And I don't apologize. You weren't probably going to watch it before. But I think you can still build up towards watching it and get into this particular scene. And this scene is what sold the character and why he even makes the poster for this episode. The fictional character gets into this space where he's trying to find out how he can destroy a guy who's been nicknamed the Kingpin for the prison he's in. And the character Frank Castle, known to comic book fans as the Punisher, comes to the cell and he tells the the, the Wilson Fisk, who's not the kingpin yet, Wilson Fisk tells him uh, the guy who could be have, have been involved in the death of your family is in that cell over there. I'll find a way to get you in there. Go do what you need to do. Guy goes in, murks a couple of guys, comes back out, but he was supposed to be killed in the process. He managed to survive. So now Wilson Fisk has a big respect for this character. They have a scene together where they're having this dialogue and they get into fighting each other and then they pause. And then the character Kingpin tells, sorry, the character Wilson Fisk, as he's now becoming the Kingpin, tells him, I now control this prison, I'm letting you go, I'm letting you go free, you go do what you need to do. Then the Punisher asks, asks him, so you're sending me out there to go kill every person who could be competition for you while you sit here in comfort. The response of the Kingpin is yes, something like that. And Punisher responds, it goes back and asks another question that if you have the ability to let me out then why wouldn't you just let yourself out and take care of it, of it yourself and this is the part where I respect him. I'm going to try I'm paraphrasing what he says but this is how he put it he says because I play the long game Mr. Castle see when they set me free and let me out of this prison and I go out there it's not to wage a war it's to win and that sentence that I've just paraphrased stuck with me because it was the most brilliant thing I've ever heard because it actually shelves the idea of FOMO, it shelves the idea of panic, it shelves the idea of second guessing, it puts all that stuff in the back burner and makes sure that execution is key and when the third season of the show Daredevil came out, the character Kingpin proved in every step of the way what he meant by not waging a war but winning one it's odd to admit this out in public but villains in the last couple of years have actually been the most educative characters in making sure you know how the end goals are supposed to be achieved 
take for example for the comic book fans the character Thanos from the Avengers films that have been happening I will say nothing past that but I'll tell you this if you've watched the last Avengers film that came before Endgame you understand the idea of having a true north of a goal villains have turned into the best people to actually learn a lot of stuff from so sometimes embrace the bad guy he may make more sense or she may make more sense than the next person but that's the episode i'm going to give you guys tonight i'm actually i'm surprised i've gone all the way till 16 minutes and i'm grateful for the guys who are listening please do take time to share with all your friends and all your peers whenever you get the chance to listen to the episode i love the feedback if you have any feedback for me at Point Blank Yvumbi on Instagram, on Twitter. Hit me up, let's talk, let's find out what we can know about each other. And as I'd like you all to say to yourself, as I say to myself, be Caesar or be nothing at all. You guys sleep tight. I'm about to hit the hay myself. You be good, we'll talk in the morning. Let's have some fun. PBE Daily Podcast, PBD Early Mornings, and Late Nights Podcast. God bless you.